Greetings, all. Welcome to Aquarian Diary. I'm your host, John Irving. It is December 22nd, 2023. This was recorded on December 21st. As I frequently do, I will be displaying some graphics on the screen. If the visuals matter to you, and you're listening to this by podcast, you may prefer to watch this on YouTube. Today is the solstice. The day and night will be of equal length. The light will gradually start getting longer, and the reverse in the southern hemisphere. So this is great. Although we're entering winter, having that extra light for longer periods of time really makes a difference. So happy solstice, everyone. It kind of feels like this is a big one for some reason. I think it's probably because Pluto will soon re-enter Aquarius. See my last episode and others about that. I'm really looking forward to that. But today I want to touch on something that has been on my mind for about a week. I actually recorded a little bit about it in a longer segment, and then I decided, no, I'll do a separate little segment on this. So I'm re-recording it here now. And it's something that really struck me because it's not something I've seen necessarily discussed. It's implied frequently, but not considered directly. And I think it's a really important question that people might just want to think about. And it goes like this. Especially in the United States, there are millions of Americans right now, Christian nationalists, etc., who have been in the news quite a bit, especially because of people like the new speaker, Mike Johnson, and the whole agenda of the Trump campaign. And I've posted a few articles on this topic on my community tab, which I don't know how many people actually see. Some people interact, but who knows. So I'll include some of those links in the episode description as well. But generally, there is a significant movement that openly wants the United States to become a theocracy. And not only that, they have aligned themselves with many of the groups, organizations, and figures on the political right, generally those who are more extreme. And that alone has startling implications, which a lot of people have been talking about. The whole notion which Trump himself put forward about being a dictator and the recent references to a very potent political figure from the 1930s that originated in Germany, which led to the Second World War, whose name I don't want to mention here because it will probably trigger the algorithms, algorithms which are incapable of differentiating between the use of a term in a constructive context versus a harmful one, but that's a whole separate beef of mine. Really, honestly, the algorithms and their application leave a lot to be desired. Now, this term or the name of that individual I'm referencing in the 1930s is being used in a lot of headlines, even in places like the New York Times. So are the algorithms blocking posts from prominent, well-respected sources like the New York Times, Washington Post, Guardian, CNN? Who knows? Probably. But anyway, this whole concept of a theocracy and America becoming a theocracy, which is a distinct possibility if the former president gets reelected, I was contemplating that because, like I said, there's been a lot of articles about it lately. 
thoughtful articles and good articles. And like I've said before, I think a lot of this relates to this transit of Pluto through Capricorn, Pluto at 29 degrees of Capricorn. I've done a couple episodes linking the astrology of the 1930s to the astrology of today and the 2010s. So it's something I've talked a lot about myself. But there's a fundamental question or assumption made about this whole notion of the United States becoming a theocracy. So like I said, the agenda is out there. Everybody knows that that's what they want to do, that the evangelical community believes and wants America to be a distinctly Christian state and to embrace their particular worldview in many respects and regards. I would go so far as to say that they would probably ideally want to get rid of anyone in the public service or any politicians who are not overtly aligned with them. In other words, they're not overtly Christian, which, you know, (laughs) which kind of brings us back to the Dark Ages and religious wars and ironically what the Taliban wanted or ISIL, (laughs) right? We're talking about basically, this would be like the Christian Taliban. They're already book banning and trying to stamp out any kind of cultural related rhetoric that conflicts with their paradigm or worldview or beliefs, or which threatens systemic white privilege. And let's be clear, these are beliefs. These are just a bunch of arbitrary beliefs based on a book that was published 2,000 years ago and then edited and re-edited so that it reflected or advanced the power of the church versus other churches and other religions. And, you know, millions of people have died fighting religious wars for centuries. And at the same time, you know, for those of us who are being objective, there is a phenomenal amount of hypocrisy involved in this as well. Because they will say that, you know, the state should agree with our values, but at the same time reject the values of other groups or religions that they disagree with. So they want rules that benefit them and discriminate against others and to reject values that conflict with theirs. In other words, it's not democratic, right? This is a really big question or point because the whole premise of the United States (laughs) is that it is the world's leading democracy. Not only that, but it has promulgated that narrative to the whole world for decades, if not generations. During the Cold War, the United States was promoting the fact that we're a democracy, we're better than the communists, etc., 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 There was almost a world war over this. You know, think the Bay of Pigs. Um, And trillions of dollars have been spent to defend that narrative in military spending and foreign policy and foreign aid and investments and so forth. So this whole question of, are we a democracy or are we an illiberal state, like some form of autocracy or dictatorship or fascism, And let's face it, there's lots of cases in the past where religious organizations have aligned themselves with fascist movements. Poland recently just flipped where they had a very Christo-fascist kind of state, and now they just recently elected Donald Tusk, who 
is much more liberal and democratically oriented. But I digress. The question is, and I would like you to reflect on this, is the notion of America being a theocracy even possible? Think about that. Is it conceivable that America could become a theocracy? My immediate response is, hell no. It will never happen. Here's why. If a group of radical, militant Christian nationalists tried to take over the United States and impose their theocratic worldview and political order on the rest of America, it would probably lead to civil war. If there's even a fraction of people who feel the way that I do, there is absolutely no way, period, that people will allow religious values to be strictly and forcibly imposed upon them by the state for all of the reasons I've just articulated, which is that it is illiberal and non-democratic. And there would probably be clashes over this. In other words, as far as I'm concerned, it is simply not possible. Religiosity has been declining in the United States for many years. And the hypocrisy of religious groups and organizations who have aligned themselves with some of the worst possible people and criminals politically in American history, the former president literally tried to foment an insurrection, is a serial liar, to put it politely, faces in the vicinity of a hundred criminal charges, the only president in American history to be criminally indicted, plus all of the issues around reproductive rights, and people like Bridget Ziegler, one of the co-founders of Moms for Liberty, who was recently exposed for having tried to engage in a three-way sexual encounter which involved lesbian sex, you know, it's like we need a new word for hypocrisy because we've used it too much and we need another term that's more powerful because these kinds of situations, you know, someone who has been rabidly and militantly attacking the education system for anything that veers slightly from strict orthodoxy in these respects. I mean, it's just jaw-dropping. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Really, I just wanted people to think about that, because as I thought about this a number of days ago, I was just like, yeah, these people are completely delusional, clinically delusional. If they think that they can impose <laughs> a theocratic system of government on the United States of America and actually get away with it. I mean, don't you think, I mean, isn't that what you think? Like, it's just completely bizarre and crazy. While religiosity is declining precipitously and people are leaving these fundamentalist religious organizations in droves, and even the Pope now is pushing the Catholic Church, which moves extremely slowly, but he's gradually pushing the church in more and more progressive directions, we're dealing with millions of people who are completely detached from reality. But, like I said, if they try, let's say they get down the road to a certain degree, let's say Trump gets reelected, are Americans just going to sit there and take it? 
I can't see that happening. There's no way. Like, I know in my country, if that was to happen, there would be an uprising. In Canada, you can't even talk about this stuff if you're a politician because you will just get run out of office. So they have to take a much more low-key approach, you know, the social conservatives. So I thought I'd just put that out there because that is literally their agenda. There's a huge swath of the evangelical community and Republican politicians who are aligned with this vision, and hardly anyone has asked about this fundamental premise of, like, is what they want even literally possible or conceivable? So, I mean... It's a really huge question. The other thing is that this really underscores this transition from the age of Pisces into the age of Aquarius, because the age of Pisces was characterized by this kind of stuff. There were the religious wars, the religious organizations, um, the subservience to dogma and doctrine and patriarchal authority, might is right, that whole thing. And the Aquarian age is very, very different. So the fact that this is coming to a head, it's happening in Poland and Hungary and Italy and, you know, this stuff is happening everywhere. But the United States, of course, given its stature in many regards, is where we're all focused. And it's very overt now. So the point I'm trying to make is that this is like the last dying gasps of the age of Pisces. And there are people who are reactionary, who don't want this shift to occur or are not comfortable with it because it threatens their privileged status, their hegemony, their fragile egos, their need to feel superior to someone else, which is fundamentally anti-Christian and hypocritical. Again, the combination of religion and power inevitably becomes toxic and abusive. The whole paradigm is based on lies. Lies that increasing numbers of people are no longer afraid of questioning, because we're shifting into a whole new age. And interestingly, of course, is the beginning of the Piscean Age was really the appearance of Christ. And I'm not criticizing Christ, it's just that his message has been so bastardized over the years and altered to bolster the interests of large and powerful centralized organizations that were often very cult-like. And here we are having this huge battle for the fate of the world's major superpower and most influential country on the planet between these Piscean Age ideals and the Aquarian Age ideals. Thankfully, I am aligned with the Aquarian side of the equation that's the future, regardless of what these other people think. And you are too, or you most likely wouldn't be listening to me. So I find that very fascinating. And as I have long articulated, and even in my most recent episode, I view this shift of Pluto into Aquarius as one of the major trigger points for this shift from the Piscean Age into the Aquarian Age. And there's still people out there who say that, oh, the Aquarian Age isn't going to happen for 500 years. And I'm like, how can you be so dense? <laughs> Just look at the evidence. Look around you. We went from horse and buggy a hundred years ago to now I can carry around a device and speak with anyone on the planet at any time of the day. 
and you know the just technologically the advancements in so many respects are just mind-blowing uh the rate of evolution that's occurred in the past couple generations is completely unprecedented we hardly changed for 2000 years people were still growing food and living to be 40 years old and being serfs and all that stuff just look at how much change has occurred and is occurring right now like it's it's accelerating the technological advancements are accelerating exponentially now we're into ai right i mean like this stuff was like inconceivable even in my youth so come on take off your blinders i made that argument here on my channel months ago i did a whole episode on this but i think if we just look at the objective evidence it's happening like we're in the midst of this transition i'm not saying we're through but there's zero question that we are moving very quickly into the age of aquarius and this whole debate about theocracy versus democracy which is really the root of a lot of this backlash that's going on with right-wing extremism and everything you know they believe that white christians are somehow superior and should be in positions of leadership and authority over everybody else which is just so ridiculous it's absurd right i mean you know you have a whole country like china with 1.4 billion people which is the second biggest global economic force on the planet now and india is not far behind i mean how can you sit there and say that we are by virtue of our skin color superior it's just so dumb <laughs> anyway um i'll leave it at that i just wanted to put that out there because i think it's provocative and really that's what we should be questioning is that are we going to have like maybe the democrats should be running on no they're probably too chicken shit to do that they probably don't have the balls to come out and go head to head against religious groups and i'm not crapping on like there's there's a lot of good religious people out there but there's some and and many of them who are literally a threat to democracy and sanity because at the same time as all this other stuff is happening we have a global environmental crisis that could literally bring down civilization and these people because they believe in all this dominionism nonsense completely negate that they're delusional as i've described so it would be catastrophic if they have their wish and like i said i don't even think it's conceivable or possible without something like civil war or mass civil unrest and conflict my whole point with all of this is just to point out how ridiculous absurd and futile the whole proposition is because like i said it seems to me that nobody ever questions this fundamental assumption that underlies this whole movement what do you think again for more detail Check the episode description for other episodes or articles that are related or that I mentioned. And if you're interested in a reading with me, I'll put a link to that as well. I have a 20% off special on currently. A natal or transit reading makes a great gift, by the way. It's something people won't forget. Many sincere thanks to everyone who supports me, especially my YouTube members. Thank you very much.
Take care, all the best, and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye for now.